Hello and welcome to my podcast Tea with Talia, a podcast where we'll be talking all things tea, food and coffee. My name is Talia and I am obsessed with food and find it difficult to turn down a cup of tea or a latte. For my first podcast for Going Solo, I thought I'd talk about five surprising food origins, food that originates from somewhere you might not have realised. When I was doing some research into the episode, I was really surprised about the origins of some of these foods, and it's something I'd not really ever taken into consideration. But nonetheless, I found it fascinating reading up on the history of food, and I hope you find it interesting too. So sit back, relax, grab a tea or coffee, and let's dive right into the podcast. Next up, we have the chicken tikka masala. There's nothing better than takeaway on a Friday night when you're planting a treat and you want an Indian curry. And also, yeah, everyone remembers the famous quote from Gavin and Stacey, chicken buna, lamb buna, prawn buna, mash and rice, bag of chips, cumin and nine pepper dumps. Unfortunately here, Sniffy didn't give a shout out to the classic chicken masala, but nonetheless, it's a staple curry that everyone has heard of. And because of the associations with an Indian takeaway, you think it come from India, but that isn't the case. It's actually said to have originated from Scotland after a Bengali chef, Ali Ahmed, was forced to improvise when an unhappy bus driver was dining in his restaurant and complained that the dish he ordered was too dry. Ali was forced to rush back to the kitchen to see what he could rustle up, and so he combined a mixture of tomato soup and other ingredients to create the chicken tikka masala, and lo and behold, we have what is now considered the national dish of the UK, chicken tikka masala. My third surprising food origin are fish and chips. Again, it's another popular dish associated with the UK. It's popular to have the seaside or a classic British takeaway meal. You get your fish, your chips, your mushy peas, your saveloy, all that good stuff. But Britain isn't actually the birthplace of the famous fish and chips because it actually was introduced to the UK by Spanish and Portuguese Jewish immigrants, also known as Sephardi Jews, who were fleeing the 16th century Inquisition. They would typically eat fried fish, which they called pescado frito, for Shabbat dinner on Friday night. Sephardi Jews would fry the fish in batter to preserve the fish so it could be eaten cold the next day to avoid cooking on Shabbat. According to an article published in the Guardian newspaper, um, the first fish and chip shop was opened in the east end of London by a Jewish immigrant from Eastern Europe called Joseph Malin back in 1860. My penultimate one is the cheesecake. Now, maybe more people know about the origins of this, but Many people do think it comes from the USA due to the famous New York cheesecake, but there's actually evidence that the origins of the dessert can be traced back to 776 BC as a dish that was served to those taking place in the first ever Olympics in Greece. So it goes way back to like further than you might think. The original cheesecake was made from patties of cheese that were smoothed down, mixed together with honey and flour, and which were then baked on a griddle. So maybe we're seeing a bit of the baked cheesecake come into play here. I'm not sure. Um, but as time developed, people started to use a pastry base. The dish reached America in the 1730s and curd cheese was replaced with cream cheese, resulting in the birth of the classic New York cheesecake. Nowadays, you can have a baked and unbaked cheesecake coming in every possible flavour you can think of. Think Biscoff, Bailey's, chocolate chip, lemon, anything goes, I think. And also different countries around have their own take on the traditional cheesecake. So in Japan, it's almost like a souffle and it's bouncy and fluffy. In Spain, you have the Basque, cheese, Basque cheesecake, which is a burnt custard on top. And in Russia, they tend to use quark cheese rather than cream cheese. And you also got the Polish cheesecake, which I believe has currants in. And there's just so many different kinds. But again, another cool invention. And our final one is the apple pie. 
again, like the cheesecake, you associate apple pie with America because you think of um, Thanksgiving or the 4th of July when everyone comes together to eat loads of desserts, including apple pie. But this dish actually comes from the UK and has influences coming from France, the Netherlands and the Ottoman Empire. The traditional apple pie was actually served as a savoury dish with a meat filling, so quite different from the sweet dish you have today with ice cream, custard, cream, all that stuff. And it was first seen in the USA in an American cookbook, American Cookery, by Amelia Simmons back in 1776. Today, like cheesecake, countries have their own take on the apple pie. So, and the Dutch apple pie comes in either a lattice structure or with a crumb topping and tends to have an arm paste filling. In France, it's known as um, the tart de tain, which has a caramelised apple topping and it's sort of baked upside down. You flip it over and you've got all these nice caramelised apples at the top. And then in Sweden, it resembles more of an apple crumble than a pie. And there you have it, five surprising food origins. Did you learn something new? Because when doing research, I definitely learned a lot of new stuff. Um, so let me know if there's any other surprising food origins that you've heard of because I'd love to know that. I love the history of food and I'd just like to thank you for listening to the podcast, the first one, and I hope you'll join me again soon for another episode of Tea with Talia where I'm hoping to get some guests on the show and we can discuss things, all things tea, food and coffee. Have a great week.